With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Straw Hut Media. Hella good. And we're here. And oh my we're God. still here. I had the blackest dream last night about you and me and we were sitting eating some fucking ribs mm, fried ribs Mm-mm. grilled ribs who fries ribs oh. Jermaine's sister and they bomb as hell black ass they bomb as hell Detroit Ooh, they bomb. when anyway. I tell you they are good they are good actually you know what I don't even know if they maybe we were having some black ass fried ribs I just know we were eating the ribs in mm-hmm. my dream I mean, your mom was okay. there and my mother? Yes, Steph was there. Okay. Steph was there. And Alana was there too. Oh, really? And we were in my mom's kitchen eating ribs, and I made your mama a candle. Maybe that's right. I'm supposed to make your mama a candle. There you go. That must be it. Anyway, I was like, I was going to text you, but I said, no, we just talk about it on our black ass show. <laughs> See, that's funny you had that because I had I was had a black ass moment this morning listening to um I, go, I had a, a moment listening to um uh, Shantae's got a man hey. at home I got him you know what that song is so petty but it's because so the petty. song she's sitting there talking to she said I can't help it that your baby daddy is cheating on you she was like love cheating I, on you your man ain't around she's like girl beating on you. The verse and the starts, girl, and I remember the girl in the video sitting there like, oh, oh, he is beating on the couch. The verse starts with, "I'm sorry, your man ain't home, and mm, I'm sorry, that I'm sorry that your man left you alone. alone. It's such a shame <laughs> your man is playing games, and I heard you mm. say the men are all the same. That's but that ain't truth, truth girl. girl. I got proof, girl. I got proof. I got proof. proof. I got a man. He's waiting on me. And then didn't Kenny Lattimore do some fucked up shit to her? Mm-hmm. Can't wait on her no more. One Can't day wait. he loved her to death. No, I'm just kidding. But I know her <laughs> friends wrote her a petty ass reply song <laughs> once her husband fucked her over. <laughs> Shante ain't got no man out, bitch. Oh my god! Oh, but oh for black love when she was in love, it was beautiful. No, she was. And no, oh, and Terry, uh, what's her name from In Vogue was in that video. That's but can can we please celebrate some black love from that era that is still going strong? Uh, Tamia and Grand Hill. Oh, let me tell you how much. It's like fire, fire. Well, let me tell to me. They stay out the spotlight. They just black mm-hmm. in love at their house. Mm-hmm. Minding their business, black having a good light skin love affair. Right. I love it. I love it. And that's the way to do it. Like, um, keep your business out the street. And I always say that. Don't you got to put everything on social media? I don't care that you and your partner was doing what the fuck ever. Hey, nobody business. It's almost like, here's the key to my home. Uh, me and my boy eating dinner. Oh, my God. Thank you. Like, that ain't nobody business. Too much. 
Like, because when we break up, we got to break up with everybody. Right. And it ain't nobody business. Like, uh, what's what's the little, uh, what was the little love triangle? Uh, Omarion's baby. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, what's her name from Love and Hip Hop? Uh, I don't know what her name is. And, and April Jones. April Jones. Right, right, right. And she was Lil Fizz. And Lil Fizz. Mm-hmm. Just, just the Yoko Ono of B2K. Oh, you know, it's so crazy. She popped up on, I don't know why she popped up on my, somewhere yesterday. I was like, why the fuck is April twerking? For anybody that doesn't know, because there might not be a bunch of B2K fans listening to us. <clears throat> B2K was like, uh, like the hot little boy band of the early 2000s. Bum, bum, bum. I'm sure you know who Amarion is. He was in that group. And his baby mom, I think they have like three kids together. Two. Whatever. Um, so you know, I can't. <laughs> she broke up with him and got with Lil Fizz, who was also in B2K. And this all transpired on the set of Love and Hip Hop to make Mona mm-hmm. money exploiting mm-hmm. black folks. Mm-hmm. Sure do. When that whole, when she put up that post about um, that stupid thing that and Jermaine tried to tag me in one of that those I am a black man I, I'm like I'm not doing that because you know I'm a black man what the shut up just put Black Lives Matter and go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> and so Mona did well I am a black woman I am strong and I was like really but don't you tear down women of color on every show that you put out on on the VH1 I had to stop watching you know, those shows like I remember I, you know what I did too and I and I, I will admit I was watching them in the beginning I was, I was and at one point I was like do I want to sit here and use any little whatever in my brain to watch and I, I'm like no no you like, don't <laughs> I had right. it with I think my I drew the line at the season that had Peter Guns like Mary oh Duke. goodness right it just felt so gross and I think the thing about it that really fucked me up Mm-hmm. Is that it? It didn't feel overproduced. I was, right. I was sitting there thinking that this, like, this is really how these people live, and this mm-hmm. terrible ass motherfucker is really like married to these two women, and they didn't know, and they both got kids, and right. he's just like, this is on TV, teaching mm-hmm. young black people that this is how you. It's okay to act. Because once you, I, that's really the, one of the main um, kind of indicators that what you're doing is not so bad, right? When you see right, it on TV right. and you're like, oh, well, yeah, I got two women pregnant at the same time. So do Peter Guns and he's got money and he's on TV. So it must be cool. Right. And just this, right. this condoning of shittiness and you know much. disrespect and just blasting it on TV for the world to see. It's just, it's, uh, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't do it. Anymore. I think just where everything was going in the world, and even from my sanity, I was like, okay, this I can't even <laughs> process no more <laughs> in my brain. Um, but you know what I can process? I say thanks for the few reparations we received on Venmo. Hey, so thank you we for your white dollars. We appreciate that. That was so sweet, y'all. I, I really my couch fund. It will send me some money. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> and mommy, because I think it was a woman in there too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what you think about? Have, oh, what I love! I was going to ask you about uh, Disney Splash Mountain. See, now I'm ready you know to go what? back to Disney. 
I didn't, you have to tell me what it is. Cause I saw something pop up about Splash Mountain. And then mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, at this point in the world, yeah. alerts are going right. off all the time. So um, see them and very rarely, right. unless one says like, you know, the world's about to end. Which it so when was the last time you, you've been to Disneyland? Um, I, I actually was talking about it last year. Um, oh, okay. We got like, I went with my job and oh, nice. we got like the VIP tour. Oh, so you were able to bring like the kids and everything? No, it was like it was basically oh, to just kind of look at how Disney produces events and like the the kind of That's behind dope. the scenes of you know how it works from a production level. Um, mm-hmm. And so we got to go to like all like we were in Walt Disney's house. It was oh wow, um, um, but yeah, and I didn't have to wait uh, four hours in the Star Wars line. <laughs> Uh, it was so Splash Mountain. As I don't know if most know, but <clears throat> what's that film? The racist one, Zippity Doodah, Zippity Day. Uh, I'll I'll get Brer Rabbit. Yeah, so pretty much the Splash Mountain was based around that, and nobody was really. And it's funny because the articles I was saying nobody was really talking about the fact that Splash Mountain was based on a film that was controversial, and they had to, I want to say even Disney Plus pulled that, I forget what the name of that film was, I will get it. Um, but I know it was the black man singing that, and it was just racist as fuck. And so Splash Mountain was about it. Um, the, the whole theme of Splash Mountain was about that movie, but now they have reimagined it with Princess and the Frog, which I think is amazing. Um, so now when you go through Splash Mountain, you'll hear the voice of the princess. Is um, an key? Tiana. She's the voice of the princess. Yeah, and then oh Jennifer Lewis, she, she's in the movie. You're gonna hear her voice now in oh uh, Splash Mountain, which I think is really amazing. I don't know, people are like, why they got to make everything? I I, I am here for it because I love Disneyland. I love it especially during the holidays. Like Christmas time is the best time to go yeah, to it Disneyland. Is. It is the best. And if you want to uh, have a little smoky smoke break, that first bathroom over to the left when you walk through the gate is the first bathroom you go to get in. Um, but yeah, it's good. The movie that you were <laughs> referencing is called Song of the South. There we go. That one. And you know, you're young. You don't think about it. And I was like, damn, that shit show was jigaboo. But those are the kinds of changes that I think are important, right? Yeah. We, yeah. we talked uh-huh. about this last week. What changes, the little changes, the minor adjustments. It's really about getting into our everyday lives and patterns and behavior mm-hmm. that we right. normalized. So it's not so right. obviously this extreme behavior, extremism, you know, KKK calling people niggers, neo Nazi right. shit is is never ever acceptable. Um, mm-hmm. But what what this new shift is really about is about getting into what we have normalized and what we yeah. and and every day have mm-hmm. tolerated and um get to the bottom of you know really eradicating this this normalization of stereotypes of really really toxic racist culture that's Uh present everywhere everywhere jennifer and i were talking about this on i think on monday or sunday Uh just about just terms racial tolerance right i don't want if you tolerate me that means like you're just kind of dealing with me, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. not about tolerance because tolerance right. is like tolerance runs out. Yeah, I tolerate my children when they're getting on my nerves. 
<laughs> because I have to, right? And there's just this necessity attached to the word tolerance. Like I have to do it. I don't necessarily want to do it. And I feel like because we've been using language like racial tolerance, it then becomes something that people feel like they have to do instead of really understanding why they just should do it. Right. Or should right. want to. And that's when I think you see all these videos of <laughs> all these white, old white women that are just up in arms and like just the fact that they have to tolerate black people now. And like, there was one where this like lady, did I talk about this last week where she called her a nigger and she, the white lady drove to the police station and the black lady chased her and like, oh, we're uh, yeah. uh-huh. mm-hmm. you about to tell them I call, you called me a nigger. Is that what we're making a police report about? Cause I got right. time, bitch. Um, but you know, this is really getting into like the language that we've been using for decades, hundreds of years, and why even that has to change. Right. You know. Right. I I I'm, I think into that point, I'm because I've been looking at this whole. Obviously, everything is so very high alert, cancel culture with everything, mm-hmm. and, and then I'm always wondering: Is there with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, in terms of redemption, who does that apply to? Because then even when the Howard Stern video came up from Which his, one? I don't know if you, the one where him and um, uh, 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 Mr. Jefferson <laughs> were in it and Mr. Jefferson was, I guess, dressed up as Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, that's what it was. And, and, and Howard Stern was supposed to be, I'm going to say like Ted Danson, but he, uh, he remember when he, uh, Whoopi and Ted Danson used to date? Yep. And so it was something about him being a nigger lover. And she was like, don't say that. He was like, oh, come here, old. come here, nigga. Uh, oh. I, I, I like your butt. Like, and, and fucking uh, Sherman Hensley is over there. Like, ha, 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 like oh, supposed to be whoopy. Right. And then so they're talking. I remember Robin was like, look, this shit offends me. But, you know, she been dancing around him forever. But right. she was just like. this have on that show for 40 years. Pretty much. And so this shit just came back. And so he had to go release this whole thing. Because, I mean, I didn't know anything about it until it just came back up. And so obviously now things are coming up. And I know they just announced that Tina Fey had to go to Hulu and have them, like, pull down episodes of 30 Rock where it was, you know, kind of Sherry Shepard. Because I don't know Sherry Shepard's character was married to Tracy... um, uh, Tracy, what's his name? Tracy Morgan. With the last name. Yeah, it was married to, and she, uh, it was like she put out a thing. I'm looking, he's looking, uh, we're looking for a sassy black friend, you know, on the show. And so Tina was just like, had to go back and pull down all, uh, like a few episodes that just lean too much on being racist, right? And just making fun of black culture. And I think of, and then Jimmy Fallon had to put out one because he did blackface. But then, so when you think of cancel culture and these people that obviously aren't, out here, if I can say, and, you know, all lives matter and book mm-hmm. one, they've been about, you know, giving plat- a platform to people of color. Mm-hmm. And these things come out later, but then 
I mean, y'all still in the same realm and world and age range as us pretty much. Like you had to know that doing blackface was I don't I'm sorry. So, you remember I'm, the Tracy Ullman show when this bitch used to oh, be yes. the TSA agent? Oh and, my god, I forgot about that, right. And Adele Gibbons would be right next to her cracking <coughs> up. Right. I forgot about that. I mean I I have like I've mm-hmm. thought about that even before all this started. Like, remember when mm-hmm. Alman used to do like full mm-hmm. toe blackface and nobody said shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody said shit, right? Nobody said shit. I mean, you can still go and find these episodes online. Mm-hmm. She was playing a TSA agent and she had the whole the wig. The, right. And Adele, like, what was Adele? I want like I would like to ask Adele Gibbons, like, why was that okay for you? Right. And I don't know that when I watched it, because oh the Tracy Ullman show was on HBO. I want to say I was like maybe 12, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that was already just a very interesting time for me as a young black woman moving from the Bay Area to right. L.A. Like that culture shock in yeah. itself was really crazy for mm-hmm. me. But coming mm-hmm. to a school where, you know, my school was like a block from the beach. These white girls yeah. go to the beach on Tuesdays after school and play volleyball and all that. And I was just mm-hmm. like, wow, this is not yeah. this is not what my life is like. And my mom was in radio. She worked at KJLH mm-hmm. for the five minutes that they played rap music. So, right. you know, <laughs> I was like in school, I was one of maybe three black kids that went to my school, but in my day to day life, I was at KJLH, which was on Crenshaw, right next to the Angela. Oh, Hall. I sure remember that was. Mm-hmm. You know, right next to Wiener Schnitzel, where they shot boys in mm-hmm. the middle. Diane's old boy almost got shot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody pick up Chris and put him on a porch. <laughs> but that was like, that was my, it was almost like that, it was like a split life. Like I went to school mm-hmm. and I had to operate in this space with these white girls that were like, you know, just discovering hip hop and were wearing baggy clothes and Snoop's first album came out and Coolio was like all of this rap mainstream fascination mm-hmm. where yeah. I then became like fetishized almost in yeah. school because I was the black, the new black kid. And then mm-hmm. in my after school life, you know, I'm around black people. I'm like, you know, the pe- like we're hanging out with the people from In Living Color coming up to the radio station and just like all of this. And then the riots happen and I'm at the radio station watching, you know, all of fucking Crenshaw Plaza burn to the ground. And I go to school, ooh, sorry, I go to school the next day thinking that that's all anybody's going to be talking about. And nobody at my school was saying shit. Because half these bitches didn't even know what was going on because their parents were shielding them from it. And so like, this is the time where, and then to think that this is the time when Tracy Ullman is getting on HBO in full blackface. Right. Do, you know, imitating a TSA agent. And, and, and while the jokes were funny and I think Tracy Ullman is a brilliant comedian. Mm-hmm. I'm still like, like we said before, know your audience, like know the climate in which you are yeah. operating and, you know, recognize that if, if, if 
if this hurts people, uh-huh. if this hurts one person, you know, like what, at whose expense are you, are you telling these jokes? Right. And, and it's difficult because I know we've even had conversations on here, like, you know, mm-hmm. where in comedy does it go too far? And, and, you know, Dave Chappelle used to be dressed up like a white guy on the Chappelle show. And said Martin, that's one of Martin, the right. This whole damn party. Right. <laughs> And so it's, it's like, hilarious. you, you kind of have to, like, mm-hmm. it's just ugh, it's difficult. It's difficult to really navigate like what's hurtful, what's done mm-hmm. out of spite, what's done, you know, yeah. just for entertainment value. What's so actually- you think with all of this coming up, is there redemption for them? Like, you, do you, is it? Right. Things need to sit and, I guess it's to, to each his own, right? To that, because... I- and I think even more so people that didn't have the social media when all that was out and we were, you know, kind of in living in that time with that comedy and you'd be like, huh, comfortable, laugh, laugh, laugh. But now people are finding shit and putting, oh, remember when you did this? And then Howard Stern having to come back was like, fuck, yes. This put out a whole lengthy uh, apology about it. Like, look, that was a different time. Mm-hmm. I should, you know, yada this, yada that. And so I just think of like, is there redemption? I Yeah, I don't know. Right. I'm not saying no. I'm just it's it's it is touchy here and there. Blackface is just so. I also feel like blackface, a white person putting on mm-hmm. blackface mm-hmm. because blackface itself right. was a tool of r- discrimination and oppression, mm-hmm. and it was originally invented. You know, so that white people could go on camera, on stage, and do this caricature of black people that was most of the time portraying black people as lazy, as dumb, as ignorant, as criminals, because that's what that is rooted in and connected to. It Mm -hmm. it is different than Dave Chappelle putting on white makeup or Eddie Murphy putting on white makeup on SNL and, and talking about, you know, living life as a white man or, or Martin, you know, dressing up as Bob for marketing, like Mm -hmm. white face was, you know, was never black people have never been in the position to oppress white people or to, you know, completely ignore them and say, we're just going to dress up as white people and not put you in a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean mm-hmm. that shit was going on. Shit, do you remember that movie, fucking Black Like Me, I, in the eighties with Radon Chong? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I forgot. That shit was racist as fuck. Oh my with god, I forgot movie. about that movie. He like took did something to make his skin blacker and wore a fucking afro wig so that he oh. could like. My get into goodness. some minority program that he couldn't get into because he was white. I forgot about that movie. And then he fell in love with Raydon Chong. <laughs> oh, but I'm like shook it right now because I forgot about the movie. Set up and watch that movie as a kid. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Do you remember that crazy movie with uh, John Travolta and was it Harry Belafonte? Uh, white Man's what Burden. Movie? Yes, I do. Because what it was, the blacks were pretty much like the successful. Everything was reversed. Or, it was like, everything, and the white people reversed. were I, they, right. Oh my god, I forgot about that movie too. Yep, everything was reversed, and white people were 
like historically disenfranchised yeah. Yeah. and black yeah. people were like ill don't you know white people are dirty white people are dumb and john travolta was like the lead character and harry belafonte was like the black donald trump or you know what I mean? <laughs> like you know, <laughs> white people <laughs> that is maybe we should uh, watch um, that this weekend east maria <laughs> You know what? For, you know what? In Texas, no, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, cancer. Because here's the thing too about now cancer culture. Speaking of that, I and I know we kind of lightly touched this in the text, but um, oh, your girl. Um, I know Paris. You really love her a lot. What's her name? Uh, B Simone. Ugh. Baby. <laughs> so that, you say that is so. I mean, just a little backs. I don't really. I I just when I would hear her speak, it would get on my nerves. But me too. I, I don't know. I don't know. Something about like the Drake became like friends with her, and it turned, and then I think that kind of put her. So Beast Mode is pretty much like a influencer. I'm doing air quotations. Um, an influencer, and she was pushing uh like sanitizer, but it was called like man repellent or some shit and then she wrote a book and talking about up how she upgrades her life and be positive and then it came out that she was stealing everything from these uh two or three different white girls on pinterest and these white girls were like wait a minute no i wrote that in my book and here's the page of it so then she and then she caught some got smoke for that with what she said on nick cannon's uh, oh radio show oh about nine to five mm-hmm. about she's like uh no she wants somebody that doesn't have a nine to five job and then it went she was like no i should want somebody that has because i'm a hustler and i'm out here working till I 3 a.m yeah and i need somebody that can understand when i gotta go and travel it is oh, i'm like oh, shut up oh people like, read her but, ass they were like bitch you not no oh, entrepreneur right and then she kept coming back we kept coming back and so then when all this shit when the facts came out that you know, her book was pretty much plagiarized um she went and said, I didn't understand. I should have sat with the team, but then they pulled videos before. Like, everything rules through my eye. I don't, nothing gets approved without me looking at it, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So now, fast forward, this week she announced that she would be hosting a free webinar about. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 